Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by going to RadioTFI.com. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. <laughs> On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah, and change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Thank you there, um, Professor Medley. I'm sorry, I just wasn't quite on cue this morning. Good morning, everybody. Uh, It is uh, Saturday, July 17th of 2018. And a minute late, you're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. This is the Mothership Edition from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon. And from the Radio TFI Executive Tower, I present to you the most arrested man in all of talk radio, it is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. I trust you're all doing okay. Uh, I, I, I welcome you on my side of the planet to July 18th, 2020. Uh, John is, is two years behind us there on July 17th, 2018. Uh, no way. No, yeah, come oh, on. Yeah. I did not say that. Don't make me play the tape back. Oh my! Are you are you even because I even not, looked up looked I'm, up up I'm, my monitor. I'm not kidding. I'm not. Oh kidding. my! But God. good morning. We just, good morning. We just anyway, start we this over. Start again. Can we? Yeah, next Saturday at 10 a.m. We'll do it all over again. Oh, good lord! Please. <laughs> Hashtag big time professional radio for those of you listening. To just the audio, uh, the problem here is young Mr. Shannon has shaved off that that possum that he used to have on his face. Uh, he's clean shaven and doesn't know what to do with himself this morning. No kidding. <laughs> it's funny. I like it better these days. I, I like it better, uh-huh. but I hate shaving. I hate shaving. Well, with the Seriously. Amount, with the amount of underbrush you have, I mean, good gravy. You grow... You grow a beard, you grow more in two days than I have done in my entire life. Can't help you there, son. No, no, you cannot. <laughs> we're not looking for help. We're just, we're just stating the facts. So, uh, so how how you feeling? For those of you who only listen to the mothership here on Saturday mornings, John, why don't you fill them in on what your week was like? Oh, well, let's see. What was it? Sunday, 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 Sunday. Oh, I was, all of a sudden, I 
sit sat down and I I couldn't get my breath. Um, I you know kids were worried. They called uh, called nine one one and all of a sudden I was rushed uh, was rushed down to the hospital. I got the ambulance ride. Yay! Woo! Which is which is definitely better than the uh, Undertaker's ride. The, hearse, but, the uh, ride in the back of the hearse. Yeah, you only yeah, get to do, exactly. you only get to do that one time. That's right, and I'm not in any hurry just yet. <laughs> uh, my my oxygen level. I'd never seen this on anybody. My oxygen uh, oxygen level dipped down to sixty five percent. Good gravy. And. And it was it was I get these issues every once every couple of years uh, where I just I I get I wind up getting too much fluid in my system and they had no other no other way to fight it except take me to the hospital and get myself drained a little bit and then I'm okay for another year and a half or whatever. Hopefully longer this time. Which meant for our nighttime audience, and we trust you're part of that, uh, they missed young Mr. Shannon for the better part of the week. Uh, we Once again, we want to thank our good pal Mike King for sitting in for John uh, to, at the beginning part of the week. John returned on Thursday night. We had a, a whoop de doo of a show. Uh, if you weren't there, it's a shame. People left there singing the tunes. I'm Humming the tunes, and uh, it, it, it was just fantastic. Just fantastic. Sure it was. Sure. Of course, I don't know. You say when you say you missed Mr. Shannon, missed would imply wanted to see to begin with. So, well, hey, you know, we're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, trying, to, we're trying to play nice with you today because uh, you're still coming at Why? Why are you starting now? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's get this out of the way very quickly. Uh, our stock report. Uber down fifty nine cents from last week, and fifty nine cents really fifty nine cents down to thirty two fifty five. Lyft, Lyft down thirty four cents, uh, at closing yesterday, from from the week, <laughs> landing, landing face charges at twenty nine seventy three. So you know, and that it's so funny when I got in my little, my little back and forth with the. Uh, uh, cab cab drivers from London, the black cab drivers who uh, mm-hmm. uh, got a little miffy with me because I I oh. had the need to actually oh. take an Uber. Oh, let's not start that all over again. Oh, I, I ain't gonna at go too not far. Right but now. one of them posted one of them posted a screenshot of Uber's uh, <clears throat> free fall in the market from. Uh, from what was it, last Wednesday, uh, last Thursday night, or last Thursday in the afternoon, they posted the, the free fall there, and I'm thinking, wow, I had to look to see on the date and everything. Yeah. So As much as I want to stay on the Uber topic right now, I, I think we would be remiss if we didn't stop and for a moment and, yeah, uh, and, and recognize totally the, agree. the passing of Representative uh, uh, John, John Lewis. Lewis last night at the age of 80 uh 80 80 yes 80 uh cancer finally got the better of them uh cancer did what uh racist cops couldn't do in the 60s they stopped him dead in his tracks but i don't think he's ever going to truly be stopped i mean he uh he spent his entire adult life 
fighting for what was right. And, you know, finally he's at peace. He's, he's at rest. And uh, we wish him, all of his, uh, his family, and, uh, you know, all, all, all the people that he served over the years. And that includes all of us, really, when you think about it. He didn't just represent uh, his district in Georgia. He was there for everybody. So, uh, his passing is only going to make the movement and the the whole Black Lives Matter uh, movement. I guess no better word to put, no better word to use. It's just going to make everybody stronger. Is what what's going to wind up happening. And I hope that people understand that this man dedicated his life. Uh, not just in public service, but just his entire life. He he did he did the right thing, you know. Did the right thing. He was uh, uh, selfless. He was a hard worker. Uh, he didn't take any he didn't take any crap from these uh, politicians who just um, what's a, what's the word I'm looking for. You know, just like would just as soon go with the status quo, and you mm -hmm. know, the, you know the, you know Jim Crow uh, laws and what have. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. They just uh, here, we'll give you this little something, something here. Just uh, don't don't rock the boat too well, much. You know, well, I I agree with what you're saying. Uh, I concur. Look, I I'm no expert on on John Lewis. I I, I don't. I mean, I know about as much about him as, as most anybody else does. But, uh, again, clearly clearly a bigger man than, than pretty much anybody else, especially in Washington, D.C. So, once again. Oh, you know it. Once again, uh, Godspeed to you, Mr. Lewis. And uh, rest well. And I feel for him the fight is not over. It's just, it's just over on this plane of existence. Exactly. Hey, you know. <clears throat> this might be, excuse me, I'm sorry. It's okay, I had to do this the same thing. This might be as good a time as any. I saw a uh, saw something last night on Facebook, and this is from a, a gentleman by the name of Don Allen. Uh, he looks at things from a little, uh, he's an African-American, mm -hmm. uh, always, always on the city of Minneapolis as far as, you know, the racism that still exists, even though we've got, you know, we've got, um, we have people that if pointed in the right direction can probably do some good in the city of Minneapolis. But uh, he looks at it from a little different perspective, perspective, excuse me. He, um, not a, not a very big fan of the democratic party. Uh, I always tell them that if you're looking for if you're looking for some help or some leadership that will help African Americans, uh, you're if you're barking up the tree of the Republicans, well, you're just pretty much screwed. But um, I want to read this real quick here. This is about a uh, a uh, gentleman that uh, Mr. Allen pointed out and. Let me read it through. I, I I know I can just feel you shaking your head and I'm not even on your page right now. But um, so 
1946, Sergeant Isaac Woodward was 26. A decorated war veteran, he was honorably discharged from the U.S. Army on a bus and on his way home in South Carolina. He was wearing his uniform. There was a dispute with the bus driver over a restroom break because buses didn't have bathrooms on on them back then. The bus driver calls the police. Police show up, forcibly remove Sergeant Woodward, and he is beaten so severely that he lost his sight. Evidence suggests his eyes were gouged out. No arrests, no charges. The crime went unpunished. Over one million black soldiers who fought in World War II were denied the GI Bill, and those who did were unable to make use of the housing provisions because the banks wouldn't make loans for mortgages in the black neighborhoods and excluded from the excuse yeah excluded from the suburbs because of deed covenants and institutional racism in short the GI bill helped foster a long-term boom in white in white wealth but did almost nothing to help black wealth. This is one of the examples of institutional racism, how it works and how it still works. This is why these marches and protests aren't about, excuse me, aren't about the act of bad policing, aggressive and extreme tactics used towards people of color, do, but the systemic, in, uh, excuse me, inequalities of policies that black people have been addressing for decades. This isn't black history. It is American history. And this is the the kind of thing that John Lewis was spent his whole career. And even before it was a career, it was his, it was his movement. It was his, He was right there shoulder to shoulder with uh, activists trying to not, it's not making a better life for African Americans. It was just making a life in general. And uh, that is his legacy. And I, I, I believe that his legacy will definitely still carry on as, uh, as in the weeks and uh, months and years to come. It's a hard fight. I think he he's uh, he's in a different spot fighting the fight, but he is indeed still fighting the fight. Tapping out. <laughs> well said, my friend. Well said, my friend. Uh, let's uh, let's kind of switch things around, uh, kind of back to how we used to do things. Since we were speaking about Uber, uh, I had a couple of Ooh. couple of interesting stories. Emergency bat turn. No, it's not. No, it's not. We're heading for this exit anyway. No, there's no emergency bat turn on this one. That being said, however, uh, Uber and Lyft had united to fight AB5 out in California. Well, now Uber wants its case separated from Lyft. I I guess it's basically tired of Lyft being a hanger-on and... uh, it's interesting because uh, in their filing, they say Uber and Lyft are fundamentally two 
different companies with different business models. Really? Really? You'd, you'd be hard-pressed to tell that. Uh, you're interchangeable as far as drivers are concerned, as far as the writing public is concerned. Uh, the... Uh, you know, this is all about the classification of drivers under under AB5. Uh, Lyft said, uh, having the cases heard separately doesn't impact us. We have all said from the beginning that there is no, quote, one-size-fits-all when it comes to software platforms or business models in, uh, in the ride-hailing and delivery world. I, I, I mean, come on. Come on. You've just been hanging on to it's Uber's like cocktail. That- have you ever, have you ever remember those uh, books from back when we were kids there of Henry Huggins and Ribsy and no, you don't remember that? Come no, on. I never saw them, but I, I can, I can do it this way though. Uh, uh-huh. as someone with three younger brothers, uh, especially uh-huh. my two youngest ones, uh, tagging along and, you know, wanting to do what I do, which sometimes was cool and sometimes was not so cool, but I know what it's like to have a hanger on. Don't get me wrong. I miss those days now. I miss those days when, when those little guys were, when they were little guys. Uh, well, hopefully but, one of these days we can, we can basically the same thing, say the same thing about Uber and Lyft. Except I don't think anybody's really going to miss them when no. it's all over, said and done. No, but in the meantime, while that's happening on the West Coast, now we turn around. And we head to the East Coast in the Bay State, Massachusetts. Oh, uh, yeah. They are suing uh, basically for the same reason. Uh, uh, the uh, What are they saying here? There's uh, Here's a quote from, from the, uh, uh, I'm trying to get his name. Oh, Maura Healy. Uh, uh, representative of the state. Uh, she's with the state. Oh, she's the attorney general. So the bottom line is that Uber and Lyft have gotten a free ride for far too long. Uh, for years, these companies have systematically denied their drivers basic workplace protections and benefits and profited greatly from it. Uh, you know, and, and and the story goes on. This is out of the uh, is out of the Boston Herald. The first story I referred to was out of the San Francisco Chronicle. And, uh, it, it just basically goes on. It's it's just more the same of what's happening in California. Uh, and it also, again, mentions the fact that uh, Uber and Lyft, and uh, they're willing to spend $90 million on a campaign asking California voters to overturn AB5, but won't take that money and help their drivers out. So, you know, you, you take that for what it's worth. We also have another story on the website. Uh, it got a little and it gets a little involved. If you go to radiotfi.com and scroll down, you'll see two stories there. One is uh, it's just, it's kind of interesting and a and kind of a it's, it's one of my favorite things on the planet. Come up and well, it seems all the people that <clears throat> excuse me that ran to Uber, the high, the tech people and and took uh, relatively low salaries in exchange for stocks. <laughs> well, uh, they're they're not only paying the price in as far as the stocks are wor- almost worthless, but they've got to pay taxes and whatnot on it. They're losing money. The employees are losing money. But uh, that story gets a little bit involved. Uh, 
go go to radiotfi.com you scroll down on the front page and you'll see Dara the K's big smiling face there right next to Bill Nye the science guy who I much as I wanted to put it on the show today you really gotta see he does a, a very good demonstration of why a mask is effective and it's worth it you gotta stay till the end it's about a three minute video you gotta stay to the end. It's it's educational. It's fun. You know, Bill Nye always a always a good guy. Too. Always entertaining and very informative. Always entertaining. So, uh, excuse me, I didn't get to the uh, cough button in time. I was so, gonna say hairball time here. Well, I, I got a lot going on here. I got a lot going on here. Inclu- yes, oh, you do. I including messages that uh, I have a delivery coming today. Amazon just contacted me i've finally bought some new masks because the one i have is yeeks i bought starting to grow holes in it yeah i i bought three masks for 15 dollars from levi's believe it or not made by levi's uh really really and they're reversible too apparently yeah i've got a couple now that are reversible i've i've just been kind of collecting them you know i go into a store somewhere and even if they might be a couple pennies ex- more expensive than if you go to a normal store as opposed to a convenience store, I still pick it up. I have bought, I bought at the very start of this thing, I bought three masks online and they're too small. They're just too small. They're sitting here. I put one on for a, for a gag the other night, but I can barely get it around my ears. They're, they're, apparently they're for children or my head, my melon is just getting too big. Uh, I purchased one at my local supermarket again when all this first started. It's a K- KN95, which has been fine. It served the purpose, but it's been months now. So I finally decided let's uh, let's spend a couple of shekels and, and get ourselves some new masks. Different colors, too. Red, blue. I forget what the other color is, but it's good. I'm going to be I, I remember looking. having a, a, a weird idea here that just never quite flew. Here where I was going to go to one of the places that makes custom shirts and I was going to make custom um, excuse me taxi stand our masks black Ooh. with our logo like right there in the mush Ooh. 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 Like a I was going to look at the price to see um, basically how much I could you know how cheap I could get them that it wouldn't hurt if we just said, ah, no contest or anything like that, just raise your hand and say, I want one. And well, well, I, I, I'd be happy to uh, discuss that with you off air. That would I, just be, thought, I just thought that'd be a hell of an idea. I, I, I don't it, know. It's, it is. It's a wonderful idea. And uh, I, don't, I don't think you, uh, I think that's wonderful. I just can't. I just can't say enough good things about that uh, at all. Uh, so anyway, anyway, we have so much that we want to get to today. Uh, it was a big full week of, of, of sound bites. So I don't even know where to start. How about in the beginning? Well, all right. Uh, one or two of these I played during the week, but let's uh, let's start. This goes back to last Saturday, just after we came off the air. Uh, 
And these are remarks that uh, Captain Coppertone made uh, about his visit to Walter Reed Hospital. The one he actually showed up for, you know, is not, is actually talking about where he wore a mask. Well, I'll probably have a mask if you must know. I mean, I'll probably have a mask. I think when you're in a hospital, especially in that particular setting where you're talking to a lot of soldiers and people that in some cases just got off the operating tables, I think it's a great thing to wear a mask. I've never been against masks, but I do believe they have a, a time and a place. Well, anyway, so, uh, right, he's not against them. Uh, we have somewhere else that, that he talks about that as well. Um, let's see, what else we got here? Oh, Trump, he's, he's missed a law and order. This is from the Lincoln Project, by the way. Follow the Lincoln Project. They, they, them, they've got the best ads right now. The best ads. It's not a campaign. It's a billion-dollar criminal enterprise. Donald Trump says he's running on law and order. I am the law and order candidate. Who's he kidding? Trump's campaign manager is a felon. His deputy campaign manager is a felon. His national security advisor, a felon. His foreign policy advisor is a felon. His personal lawyer is a felon. His longtime personal advisor, a felon. Nixon was bad. Trump is worse. Now, Trump saves Roger Stone. Stone lied to cover up Russian involvement in Trump's campaign to protect Donald Trump. Seven felony convictions. I am the law and order candidate. Trump is the most corrupt president in U.S. history. There's only one way to end the Trump crime spree. Throw him and his crooks out of office. On November 3rd, vote for justice. The Lincoln Project is responsible for the content of this advertising. <laughs> the Lincoln Project. You okay in there? I can't. That would probably have... explain it. That would probably explain it. I it wasn't my fault. No, it was not your fault. It was not my fault. No, no, honest no. to goodness. No, that was my fault. That was that was me. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's going to be interesting the further we get into this. Uh, as these ads start coming out, and uh, granted, he's got his 35 or 37% that literally don't care what he does. He could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue. Kanye West could shoot Donald Trump on Fifth Avenue, and I'd still vote for Joe Biden. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the way, through this, even though um, you can see it right in front of you there on the scope, for those who are listening only to Radio TFI, there is a number you can call seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. You can always tweet us at Taxi Stand Hour. And if you are watching us on the scope, you know, drop a little message there in our comment section there. Uh, and uh, we will definitely, if you got something you want to get off your chest or just want to say howdy, uh, you know how to do it there. We got the avenues for you. You know, for far too long, we, we've been almost passive here. And talking about what what goes on in Washington. Now, John, the other night you referred to uh, you were going to have 
you were half joking about having Trump call the show. You uh, what what was that about? You were going to send him our number. Oh, you, you know you, what? You got some email, and uh, the president was going to give you a call. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Oh yeah, the Trumpster says uh, that he he offered to actually call me. I don't know how he's going to do it because he offered to call God knows how many other people here. Well, I, I don't think he's going to call anybody in Minnesota, to be quite honest with you. Well, don't you think know, it's going to happen. I, I was thinking about all that over the past couple of days, and it dawned on me. We can't wait for him. So I've got everything we need all set up. I've got all the numbers we need. And right now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, live on the air. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're going to call the White House. We are. We are. Get ready. I'm, okay. I, I'm punching in the numbers now. Uh, let me let me hook us up. All right. Stand by. Thank you for calling the White House. Please listen carefully as our menu options have changed. To find the location of the next KKK meeting in your area, press 1. To collect your Putin bounty for killing an American soldier, press 2. To hear a list of the president's latest racist tweets, press 3. If you've been sexually assaulted by President Trump, please call again as that mailbox is full. To report a COVID case, please hang up and call after the election. Your estimated wait time for a new president is roughly six months. Please check back on January 21st. Seniors needing immediate assistance. Goodbye. Hey. Well, well, we'll try. We'll try back again uh, another time. But boy, oh boy, I put a quarter in that payphone and everything. What the? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you mentioned you mentioned the KKK. I didn't uh, mention the KKK. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, it was mentioned to you. Let me re- let me rephrase that. <laughs> guess who? Guess who is uh, suddenly popping his. Uh, head out of the wormhole here oh pray tell david duke none other than uh david duke no really oh i guess that. yeah one of the most notorious <clears throat> uh, excuse me racist extremists has reiterated his uh support for donald trump and his re-election campaign I mean, hold he on suggested a second. Hold that on a the second. president one second show of hands who was surprised a few years ago when duke came out in support of trump Show oh hands. my goodness. No, no, no. I can't. All right. Everybody, we see all your hands there. Yep. <laughs> oh, and oh, Jesus. Let me see. I, there's something else in here. Oh, he wants to uh, replace uh, his current vice president, which uh, that, ain't, that ain't all bad in its own right, but uh, wants to replace him with Fox News host Tucker Carlson. Yeah, there you go. Tucker Carlson, that's uh, the uh, the frozen fish magnet. That, that's his, uh, he's the heir to the uh, uh, Gortons or some frozen frozen fish family fortune. But uh, we got some other things we, we want to get to here. Uh, we do. Oh, we do. We got lots. We got lots. Let, let's take a listen from, uh, from last week, last Sunday. To uh, Jim, that's G Y M Jordan. 
This, Maria, the, the number one question I get, whether I'm you know, in the 4th District of Ohio or travel around our state or travel around the country, the number one question I get from people is they'll walk up to me and says, when is somebody going to jail? And the reason they say that is because they're sick of the double standard. This idea that there's one set of rules for the politically connected in D.C. and a different set for us regular folks. So let's hope we have uh, the, the investigation done before the election. Let's hope that someone is going to be held accountable for the major wrongdoing that took place when they targeted the president's campaign and spot. So hold on a second there, Jim, G-Y-M. First off, wear a jacket. Second of off, uh, so people come up to you and this is the first thing they want to know about. They're not interested in the pandemic. Uh, they're not interested uh, in, in uh, whether they're going back to work anytime soon. They're not interested in the schools opening. They're not interested in the protesters and, and all that. No, no, no. You think you're trying to tell us that everybody that comes up to you is more concerned about, about some, uh, some phantom charges. You know... This is another guy. It, it, it won't be a minute too soon that that he's voted out of office. This this guy is just he's he's just one of Trump's pit bulls, and uh, uh, he annoys me to no end. Annoys me to no end. Uh, moving on. Let me let, go let ahead. Me take a real quick uh, second here to. Uh, uh, say good good evening rather to our favorite uh, our favorite Aussie uh, Ethan one of these days you're just going to have to tell me if I'm right or wrong in the pronunciation of your name there because I, I keep thinking I'm going to uh, I'm saying it wrong here one of these days you're just going to bitch slap me and say uh, <laughs> get it right well I could bitch so, slap you now and this way he'd have one in the bank yeah, well, you can't reach. <laughs> I am closer than he is. <laughs> oh, now this is very true. And this answered this mystery we had <clears throat> off air the other day, where, yes, he is definitely 12 hours ahead of us. Here. Okay, that's what I think. It is a cold winter Saturday night in Perth, <laughs> Australia. Oh, 39 degrees. 39 degrees. And you call that, is that that? I'm assuming that's Fahrenheit, obviously. Yeah, he, he put it as Fahrenheit. Yes, he did. But anyway, yes, good morning. Did. Good evening, I did sir. see that F. Yeah, good evening. Exactly. Good evening, Thanks sir. for joining us. So anyway, let's uh, let, let's move on here with what we have to, uh, I'm kind of hopscotching all over the place here. You do. Um, you have a tendency of doing that. Yeah, it's whatever's striking my eye. The, again, this is from last, uh, the beginning of the week. This is uh, our boy Fauci uh, giving him what for. This plague, scorch, call it whatever you want, the virus. It's a thousand or so deaths every day. 20,000 new infections each day. We are still in the first wave. Test, identify, isolate, get someone who's infected out of circulation. All of this proactive testing needs to be in place. That will determine safely remaining open in the fall. So I said to my people, slow the testing down, please. If we stop testing right now, we'd have very few cases, if any. The Trump administration is planning to end its funding and support for coronavirus testing sites at the end of this month. No, I don't take responsibility at all. Testing's frankly overrated. 
Now on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate your response to this crisis? I'd rate it a 10. Dr. Fauci is, uh, it's unfortunate right now uh, because they're not letting him speak anywhere. Uh, He's getting on podcasts, he's getting, you know, which eventually make their way out to the internet, but I I don't understand. They're they're doing opposition research on one of their own people. They're they're putting out out of context quotes and, and all that. They... Uh, Trump is now saying, "Well, well, Fauci said not to wear a mask. You've got to take every, put everything in context." This com- quote that they had of, <clears throat> excuse me, of Fauci's saying nobody should wear a mask. If you listen to the entire statement, this was early in the proceedings. This was March, I believe, and what he was basically saying was, "Don't we have to keep the." N95 masks and all that for the hospital people. He actually says wear a face covering or, you know, that kind of thing. But we're trying to keep the uh, the medical grade stuff for... I, look, we, we, t- we hit 75,000 plus new cases yesterday. 75,000. That is more, more than all of Europe a couple of times over. These numbers are just mind-boggling. Oh, we're gonna we're coming to a hundred. You can, you yeah. Can I, and I was gonna say this isn't ending. And stay the hell out I of my ending. city. Stay the hell yeah. out of New York. We want no. Get part off of my this. property. <laughs> God damn it! You better believe it. And then uh, here's here's uh, here's Mr. White White Bread and Mayonnaise Pence a couple of days ago. But to be very clear. We don't want CDC guidance to be a reason why why people don't reopen their schools. Uh, the, we're going to respect whatever decisions are made on campuses like this. That's right. Don't worry about the CDC because the they're only world respected, and uh, lots of countries have named their own departments after them. Uh, you know, the Center for Disease Control. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's not sweat out what 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 the CDC has to say on all oh. this. Hold on. Now, did he mention that we're going to let the campuses, we're going to listen to the campuses? Yeah. Did, did Pence say that? He did. I got, I got news. I got news for him here. Uh, the campuses, you know, the college deans and the, and the uh, high school administrators and what have you, the, uh, the um, administration in the, uh, in uh, states such as Texas and Florida and whatnot, they might all be on board. Bad news for you. The teachers, the teachers, the one who are on the front line, just like uh, the first responders and every, and everybody else, the teachers whose responsibility is it is to not only try to educate students, well, now they got to worry about the kids who will be kids, you know, you got second graders there, you know, how much, how much social distancing are they going to uh, That is correct. Uh, practice? And okay. So we, for the most part, we've heard that kids aren't really getting super sick. Yeah. There are some cases, but we're hearing all, all in all that kids are eh, okay, but they're still little germ bags. They still spring. <laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> Granny Annie was a teacher. <laughs> and I caught more. I swear to God, she brought home more little bugs, you know. Oh, my. You know. And look, as cute as they are, and they are cute and adorable, but they don't think twice about coming home with the nose running and coughing. Yo, oh, oh, yeah. You know, that's. <laughs> They're going to give you big hugs and kisses, and you're just going to have schmutz all over you. And and uh, it, it, it's not the kids. I mean, obviously, you're worried about the the kids, but it's grandma at home. It's it's your 62-year-old teacher, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It's the adults on the bus while the kid is on the way home. Even if you believe children are 100% immune to this, they're still carrying it. The school bus driver now he's got 60 plus of those germ bags <laughs> sitting directly <laughs> behind him but oh, but but couldn't be. but as you always pay me to be a damn school bus driver right now that's one level that's one thing i'm at i'm qualified to do and no you're not no thank you please no you're not yeah i am no you're not okay do tell you don't have a CDL license. I could get one. Oh, you could get one, but you don't have one. You're not currently qualified. Yeah. You're, you're qualified. Well, technic- technically, I am qualified to be a type three school bus driver. That may be, but not 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 with a real license like a real man has. Like, <clears throat> Oh, 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 geez. Here, here. Brush the scruff on your chest here and then so, pat yourself on the back. So moving on. So, of course, to save the day, uh, there's Press Secretary Barbie. Let's hear, hear what she had to say oh, a couple of days damn, ago. Oh, damn, I get chills when you I, put her on. I oh, know, my goodness. I know you do. Uh, let, let's first, yeah, let's do this one first. Out of seasonal flu, the science is on our side here. And we encourage for localities and states to just simply follow the science, open our schools. It's very damaging to our children. There's a lack of reporting of abuse. Uh, there's mental uh, depressions that are not. The science is on our side, but let's not let's not stop there. This is from the same uh, "quote unquote" press conference. Yeah, the president has said um, unmistakably that he wants schools to open, and I was just in the Oval talking to him about that. And when he says open, he means open and full. Kids being able to attend each and every day at their school. Uh, the science should not stand in the way of this. Uh, and as Dr. Scott Atlas said, I thought this was a good quote. Of course, we can do it. Everyone else in the Western world, our peer nations, are doing it. We are the outlier here. Uh, the science is very clear on this. Um, uh, that, you know, for instance, you look at the JAMA pediatric study of 46 pediatric hospitals in North America that said the risk of critical illness. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you can hear me or not, but uh, that last little bit there from Mr. Ed Van Ness. Oh, you mean hear, oh, you mean like that? Yeah, we I didn't like hear that. Jack squat. Well, here, let me start again. Uh, my apologies. I'm having a hashtag big time professional radio day here. Uh, but yes, yes, Kaylee, uh, we want to want to, you know, let's see. Uh, oh, our our European partners our peers, if you will, 
yeah, most of these countries have knocked down their cases to the point of, uh, you know, it's relatively safe to go outside. And they're taking precautions. And they're not sitting there telling their people, eh, wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Eh, you know, it's up to you. It's well, your constitution. Well, they're not like Wisconsin had to. And we're talking about the Brits here and the Germans who are known for their beer drinking. But they kind of said, well, you know what? It might not be such a good idea to... Mm. I can pass for a little bit if I if I want to if I want to warm one there in the UK. All I got to do is just have have some delivered, and I can there sit in my sit in my little uh, whatever you might want to call a little patch of uh, of uh, land. My garden. My aunt. There you go. But by the way, uh, after Captain Coppertone came out in the rose garden the other day and rambled on for almost an hour and what was abstention supposed to be a press conference and it was nothing but a rally stop afterwards uh has to get him where he can yep 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 anderson cooper was talking to jim acosta of course jim acosta is one of trump's favorites oh he hates him like poison and and we all love jim acosta for that but this is the exchange that Anderson Cooper in the studio had with Jim Acosta, who was at the White House. This was on the 14th. This was Tuesday. You know, shakes their head when they hear him rambling in the Rose Garden like this? Uh, no, Anderson. We are down to Kool-Aid drinkers and next of kin uh, here at the Trump White House. There are no more adults who will level with the president and tell him he can't uh, deliver a rally-like uh, rant in the Rose Garden as he did earlier this evening. Kool-Aid drinkers and next to kin. That's the one I'm having tattooed on my back. Yeah, write that down somewhere. That that one's a keeper. I saw that the other day. I saw it in writing. I saw it. I I almost fell out of my chair when I saw that. But it's true. That's uh, there's nobody left there. There's nobody. That is probably one of the most apt descriptions I've ever heard. Uh, there's nobody that's going to stop him right now. Nobody, nobody. He doesn't listen. He didn't listen to the people he was supposed to listen to. The, you know, all the best and the brightest that he brought in that he's all since fired. You know, everybody's the best until he fires them. Then they're then they're losers. Uh, I I just hope that eventually one of these networks, CNN, uh, MSNBC, one of these networks. Roll out, roll out the big bucks. Let's get Fauci away from the White House and let's get him out there to get him his own show or at least his own segment. Pay the man. Man is one of the most informed in this line of work. Well, let's keep in yeah. mind also, and, and, and I'm not going to pretend I know exactly how it all works out there, but. I got to imagine Fauci wants to retain his access to information. He could up and quit tomorrow. He can up and you quit tomorrow. But You don't think he could actually get better information from others uh, than hanging around in the flea bag right, known as the Trump White House? Um, I'm going to say at this point, no. Okay. I'm going to say he's got access now. I believe. I could be wrong. Again, again, I don't understand what, you know, what the setup is, but I'm presuming that he has access to, uh, 
data, etc., that would be much more difficult for him to get his hands on. Uh, although, who knows now? That, now that Trump uh, wants all the uh, data from the CDC, the states to bypass the CDC and send it right to the White House now. You know, look, he wants to kill us. Just, just make no mistake about it. His ego, his needs to be stroked so much that he's willing to let us all die. Okay? There's no question about it. Anybody with with a half a brain, I know that's an upgrade for him, but would have seen this coming. Set your ego aside. Let's get the people protected. Okay? Nobody wanted the lockdown. Nobody. Uh, by yeah, the that's way, that's that that boy. I'm glad you brought that up, Ed. By the way, day 125 for me, but and, we, and, and this all goes out the window, by the way, folks. When that bike arrives, oh so. yeah, we're gonna talk about that in the second hour. <laughs> I just can't wait to play that. No, you. Can't. I will find a way. I know you will. But anyway, let's let's move on. Uh, before we get here, here's Fauci again. This is him finally getting a, a, a getting a little pissed off. This is from the fifteenth. So rather than figuring out, you know, who was wrong, who did anything wrong, that's what I want, meant when I said a couple of minutes ago, we've got to almost reset this and say, okay, let's stop this nonsense and figure out how can we get our control over this now. So rather than you know, these games people are playing, let's focus on that. Yeah, this is uh, this is Fauci finally, you know, arching his back and 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 saying, you know, <laughs> I, that's all I can stand, and I can't stand no more. <laughs> so uh, while while we're uh, let's see, we got a few minutes left here. Chris Wallace, the only redeeming factor at Fox News. By the way, Fox News is also cutting Trump off now when uh, he's not talking about anything significant. When he's when he's rambling on, they're just as likely to cut him off as anybody. Uh, most of the other networks don't carry this stuff anymore. They'll carry it to the point that he starts doing a campaign rally, and then they cut him off. They realized four years ago they made a mistake by giving him all the free airtime that he got. Well, he was a novelty. You know, everybody knew who Donald Trump was. You know, you had been living on uh, under a rock to right. not know who Donald Trump was. But keep in mind also they would hold, you know, because Trump's thing is, okay, we'll be there at 5 uh, and show up at 6. So these networks would sit there and hold a camera on a podium in a little inset in the bottom of the screen, just showing an empty podium for an hour, waiting breathlessly for him to arrive. And he just... He loved that. Uh, I got a couple of couple of pieces on. Uh, well, first off, he takes on my girl, and this ain't gonna happen. Joe Biden put AOC, a young woman, not talented in many ways. Yes, a young woman who, before she hit thirty, had been elected not once but twice to Congress. You speaks multiple <laughs> languages. And as cute as a button, and yeah, it doesn't it doesn't uh, doesn't hurt to have your uh, your uh, congressperson 
uh, easy to look at. Yeah. It does. It doesn't hurt. Easy on the eyes. And here's a little. You're something, absolutely right. And here's a little something from Dan Gelber, the mayor of Miami Beach, Florida. Which is, by the way, most people mistake that for Miami. When you see South Beach, it's in Miami Beach. It's not in the city of Miami. That's neither here nor there. This is him talking about stuff. There has been this constant attempt to downplay all of these issues as they present themselves. I mean, we had, I mean, for crying out loud, we had the vice president here last week telling us that our, we're in a much better place. And then immediately, as if the virus had a heightened sense of irony and karma, we had the worst couple days in the history of the pandemic anywhere in the world, literally in Florida. So, you know, uh, you can't keep telling people that everything is just fine and not to worry because this is not a, a virus that responds to political speaking points. And, and that point has been made multiple times. The virus doesn't care. If you, the virus wants you to not wear a mask. Please don't wear a mask. It makes it much, much easier for the virus to spread. Coronavirus is, a, is an opportunist. Oh, oh, that's fine. Don't, you know. Uh, uh, the, the coronavirus loves Trump, loves them all because because they're idiots and, and they're going to. Oh, don't you know that this is a Democratic host? Host, oh. excuse me, Coke. <laughs> Give me, I had a little bit of echo come through my uh, you know? headphones there and it makes it. Uh, no, it's hard enough for me to concentrate as it is, but uh, yeah, it is. No, yeah, this is all a democratic hoax, folks. You know, because you know we want the economy to fail. Yep, we sure do. Damn yep. it, we're gonna we're gonna be marching to the tune of Stalin here before <sighs> too long, and that's and our uh, coronavirus is definitely definitely the tool, the preferred tool to use. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if we're going to be marching to the tunas of Stalin, but there's one tune I can think of. <laughs> you ask, I provide. Good you ask, job, I provide. Dude. And now all we have to have, all we have to do is have the right spot here. <sighs> Just the right point in time. We're going to, uh, in hour two, we're going to talk about my bike. We're going to talk about my accessories. We're going to talk about how excited I am. We're going to talk about... Well, we're going to talk about a couple other things. By the way, uh, Edmonton Eskimos of the CFL. Eskimo name? See ya! Really? Really? Well, really. you know, the, the wave is coming, folks. I mean... I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I uh, it, it, look for us old white guys who grew up watching football. Ed a little longer than me. Hey, I, I, I'm not. I didn't say that in any. It's it's just just stating facts, sir. The truth does hurt, by the way. I I can imagine, but you know, it's 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 change. That needs to come. It is definitely change that needs to come. But let's just keep in mind that for us old white guys, hey, it's it's gonna take a little. It, it's gonna take time to get used to. Not that it shouldn't happen, but it's gonna take some time. 
I'll guarantee you when this is all said and done, there will be at least, uh, you know, I bet you Joe Buck and whoever the hell he uh, partners with uh, these days on NFL uh, broadcasts. Troy Aikman. Uh, he'll, huh? Oh, Aikman. Aikman, that's right. They've been together for years. Yes, they have. Well, People are know. talking now. <laughs> they, uh, it, it's, it's only going to be a matter of time. Uh, when this finally happens, that they're still going to slip and call them the Redskins. It's going to happen. Sure, sure, sure. You know, it's 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 just going to. You know, I I'm actually looking forward to it. And I really hope that they they're they're on the whole idea right now about renaming them to the Red Tails, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, we'll find out soon yeah, enough. I well, that's the one everybody. That's the one everybody speculates. You know, they might, they may go entirely different. They might decide to call them the Washington Wizards. Oh, you God. Know. that was bad. The Washington the Football Wizards. <laughs> well, we're not done with uh, with our newsmakers uh, audio. We got a few more that we'll we'll, we'll touch on once we come back from the break. Uh, Watch what me. you're touching. Especially, by the way, if you're going to a Minneapolis park. I will keep that handy now for... Good job. Good idea. And ever, I will keep that handy. Remember I was was telling you on Thursday that the Minneapolis Park Board had... uh, Yes, uh, you brought that up up. with with literally four seconds to go in the show. Literally. It passed. So you're allowed to be nude in the park? Not nude. Topless. I'm on my way. Uh. (laughs) Lock your women up. I'm on the way. (laughs) When we get to this, I do want to explain where this all come about when we get to the other side of the uh, break here. You make a giant presumption there, sir. (sighs) There's a giant presumption that we care where this came from. Topless women in the park. Boom. That's all I need to know. Boobies. What else well, is know, there? Well, it sounds like I got more time than I thought I did. So no, I'll just put this real. This was was more about equality. And we have our friends in the tra- uh, transgender community to, to right. thank for I, that. I am, I am fully for 18 to 35-year-old women. Going topless. Quit being so discriminatory. There's some very nice forty something, even fifty something. Yeah, that may be, but I'm that's that's my uh, demo. You cradle robber. No, dirty old man. Well, <laughs> in the same category. I signed up. I got the membership card and everything. Hey, what do you know? Oh. We may carry on with this conversation. Who the hell knows? And we might even have a few more things that are even somewhat important to talk about. Unlikely. But we're going to have to wait till hour number two of the Taxi Stand Hour, which will be shortly. See you on the other side.
T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Mike King. You want to talk to the guys at the Taxi Stand Hour? Call us at 754-800-CHAT. That's 754-800-2428. Join the conversation. Well, thank you there, Mike King, for uh, letting everybody know how to get a hold of us. Did he get a... Hi. No, I was just... Hi there. I was just Oh, you're just waving. You're just waving. I'm sorry. You have to figure a new symbol to get my attention because that just looks like you're waving too. <laughs> Good morning once again, folks. Don't, and don't make me you, do that. <laughs> you you are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour, hour number two, right here on Radio TFI and on the scope. The scope. That's right. Uh, from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon, and from the Radio TFI Executive Tower, I once again present to you the most rested man in talk radio, getting close to talk radio history here. You're getting close. 
It's it's almost there. Mr. Ed Van Ness. Once again, good morning, sir. Good morning, John. Good morning, kids and kittens. John, what is today's date? Oh, do we have to go through that again? Oh, yeah, I'm hoping. Oh, I'm hoping. It is Saturday, July 18th. Go ahead. You of 2020. Yeah. <laughs> I'd call you an asshole, but that'd be a disgrace to assholes. You know that. It would be an insult to them. Oh, how is how how is everybody uh, doing this fine fine Saturday morning? We uh, we're happy to be here. It's uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a little frog in my throat, Kermit the Frog. Oh, I just messed that up. <clears throat> excuse me, it I hurt ver- to do so. It did. I have very few impressions, and uh, Kermit the Frog. Yeah, he was. Did the racist connection song there coming out of the break? We're we're all happy about that. Life is beautiful. It is uh, it's monumental. We're happy to be here. We're happy to have you with us. John Chan is back. He's uh, well rested. He has been healed of all that ails him. I wouldn't quite say that, but at least the stuff that keeps me uh, breathing here, I've corrected that for the time being. <sighs> Uh, listen, you know, I can't believe we actually in that whole that whole first hour mm-hmm. of the taxi stand hour. Yes. I can't believe we forgot to mention one of our uh one of our national treasures. Oh, uh, oh, 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 by the way, uh, go ahead, go ahead, do your thing. Uh RBG uh hospital was hospitalized earlier as i understand it she's back out of the hospital she's back out of the hospital she's no no nobody beats rbg not even cancer i was gonna say she's not gonna let something like cancer i i literally think and i don't know i can't think for her but i honestly think she's holding on no just holding on she's saying there is no chance in hell (laughs) <laughs> that we're going to let Donald Trump name another. By the way, uh, I promise you, the Republicans would move at lightning speed. Lightning speed to get another judge confirmed. This is after Moscow Mitch saying, you know, with, with uh, Merrick Garland, oh, we couldn't possibly do it. Uh, not during an election year, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, and this just in. We need eyes on Betty White stat. Somebody needs to get out there and keep an eye on Betty White. We cannot let 2020 take down that national treasure. We we, we oh. just can't. If you're near Betty White, if you know Betty White, even if you just like Betty White, please, let's make sure Betty White holds on at least through till 2021 because that would just be horrendous when if we lose her in our rgb man straw that broke the camel's back man it's a nunja good it's not gonna be good yeah so exactly. uh oh seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight on the twitter it is taxi stand hour doesn't get much easier than that sure it does on the scope well, you know how to get a hold of us on the scope. Ethan knows how to get a hold of us on the scope. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Yes, he does. Exactly. So go ahead and drop a dime and uh, 
will be happier than pigs in a blanket. Really? Yeah. You got oh heck yes. Especially especially if you don't happen to share the opinion. The opinions based on this show. Wait a minute. What? Oh yeah. It's hour number two, baby. I'm ready. I'm ready to bomb now. You're feeling jicky, aren't you? Oh my, yes, yes my, I am. I'm my, awake. Mind you, at three and a half minutes before we came on the air this morning, John looked like he had the weight of the world on his shoulders, like he wanted to go back to bed for about two or three months. Oh, oh yes. I don't know if I'm up to it today. I blah blah blah. I said, look, two and a half minutes, three and a half minutes, you'll be rocking and rolling and. Exactly. By the way, kids and kittens, I do the same thing. There was a stretch there of about two weeks on the night show. What was I saying every night before we went on? I'm not up to this. I I don't want to do this. And then the red light comes on. We're on the air, and hallelujah, praise the Lord, pass the ammunition. Generally, it takes me putting the old old, uh, battery cables there on the the nipples there. And uh, hitting. Don't don't you tease me. Hitting. Hitting the on button. Yeah, buddy. Takes a little bit. Yeah, don't but, forget uh, the sponge. <laughs> exactly. But the ball. Oh, by the way, mouth. just to just a whole <laughs> just to wrap up the whole thing from hour number one about uh, the park goers being able to be topless. Oh, and I'll make not, this quick because I know I, I you doubt wanna, that. I seriously doubt that. But you go right. I ahead. will. I will make this quick. You know how this all became a uh, an issue. You wanted to see boobies. No. Well, yes, you but... You uh, don't want to see boobies? Well, listen. I ain't I, I getting all melancholy here, but really... Melancholy! Uh, I got it! He said melon! <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm... Uh, I, I'm just waiting for Granny Annie to... Uh, Leave Granny uh, Annie out of this. Make it back home here. It's just every... Every freaking day, it's, it's, it just seems like a different world now. And I, uh, I'm i sorry for veering off on that. Go back but, to your fascination with trans transgender people. Well, that's and how it, actually this whole thing kind of, it was about the equality of the whole thing. Men can walk around a, can walk around a, uh, a beach topless. Uh, but here's the deal. If you're transgender... You know, if if you're you know if you are starting to take the therapy or whatnot, the hormonal therapy, and you're, I know nothing about any of this, but just all of a sudden now, um, transgenders are getting harassed. But the the kicker on that was, and how this all became a story. Oh God! It actually went get viral. It went viral on Facebook. Uh, in a Minneapolis suburb, there is, uh, it's actually on this, on, it's barely a suburb, just outside, just, well, whatever. But Minneapolis or uh, police, I don't know if it was Minneapolis or if it was the suburb, Golden Valley. There's a little beach there, and they actually sent a drone into this little beach area to watch all these people who are. Um, uh, sunbathing topless. Some of them new. Some of them are nude. It, it's just it's always been known as this little out of the way. I mean, I could never get to it again because you actually have to walk to get to it. 
Good Lord. It's that out of the way. But, you know, it's not out of the way of a freaking drone. Yeah. <sighs> I just think that's just a little bit far. You know but what I mean? It, that is a little bit far. But, by the way, the argument of, well, it should be equal for men and women, yes, in the abstract, but culturally, uh, look, if you have 18-year-old girls running around topless, I don't care how equal-minded you want this to be. Dudes are going to see 18-year-old girls running around with their boobies out. We have a long way to go before we can look at an attractive young woman with little or no clothing on and not be, you know, yes, everybody should be judged for their mind and who they are inside, but when you're parading by me on the beach and nothing but uh, 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 anal floss and nothing else, it's kind of hard for me to not, you know, notice young perky and taut skin and golden brown oh my god i'll be, <laughs> you I'll, see, I'll be back i'll be right you back. Could, yeah okay i need a minute is that anyway, all it takes <laughs> i don't want to get into that right now can we get back to the show because this is i feel i made my point but i disgusted myself in the process oh right see but this is our cultural thing is that because because this is how we've been thinking for a millennia now. That yeah. women oh, you're in various you're right stages there. of undress, uh, we, we're accustomed to men being running around topless. But for women, it's, it is a different thing. It's a very physically different thing. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I, I need to get off this topic. I really, really do. Because I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> Well, here, let me get you just in just a little bit more trouble. Good Lord. Take a deep breath. Compose yourself. That away. I may have to to shut off the camera here. Uh, Listen, now maybe uh, it's my age. Maybe it's because I'm 57 years old right now. Yeah. Okay. If you got, you got a young lady walking down the beach Uh without a top on. Uh Uh-huh. Are are you? Am I saying I'm not gonna look? <laughs> that that's crazy. But if it, I'm not gonna sit there, I'm not gonna have my own pool of drool going here. You're not. Maybe you as an individual. But there and are we other... need to get to. I, I'm sorry. We need to get to that point. Is well, society. we're not. But the point is, we're not there. We're nowhere close to that right now. But where do you start? I agree. You got to start somewhere. Exactly. I, I agree. You have to start somewhere. But that being said, okay, it's just, oh, I, I, I feel dirty now. Can we, can we get off this topic? Well, please, John, I just want to get off. Can we please just get off? <laughs> I know you just want. <laughs> That's obvious. <laughs> Come on now. Oh my God. Yeah, kitty, 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 kitty. Easy, easy. You're going to places that we really oh. don't need to go. Uh, can I finish up from the first hour? Can we, uh, oh boy, do we need this now more than ever. Emergency bat. Oh, good Lord. Thank you, uh, Adam West. You are missed. 
Okay, let's finish up where we were, okay? If that's okay with you, Mr. Shannon, you perv. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. <laughs> so, let's... God. I need a palate cleanser. <laughs> All right. Wait till they get a load of me. Nobody wants anybody's loads, Joker. Come on now. Let's, uh... So Mary Trump, uh, the Captain Coppertone's niece, uh, noted a psychologist, psychiatrist, and I apologize. I don't know her exact uh, professional terminology there. Uh, of course, she printed a book, published a book, I should say. Uh, she's making a round. She was on Rachel Maddow. And we got a couple of little clips from her that we'd like to play. So let's start with this one. They're both from the same interview. I want people to understand what a failure of leadership this is. And the reason he's failing at it is because he's incapable of succeeding at it. It would have required taking responsibility, which would, in his mind, have meant admitting a mistake, which in his mind would be admitting weakness, which in my family, was essentially um, punished with the death penalty, uh, symbolically or otherwise. Now, she's got a lot to say about the inner workings of that family. I've actually downloaded the audiobook. I haven't listened to it yet. But apparently everything we've thought all along is absolutely correct. You know, Grandpa Fred was, uh, was a nutball. They practically killed her father, Fred Jr., and it's just there's one more piece and this is about him using uh, language uh, racist language and I wish we could do it here we don't have currently have that technology available to us but if you can find the video clip of this it's notable to watch Mary Trump's expression you can see that there's a slight delay and when she realizes what Rachel Maddow has said to her, her whole face just goes lights right up. Like, oh yeah, yeah, he did. You'll you'll know the part. A little bit. Um, if just to ask mm -hmm. if the president, um, if your uncle was an exception to that in your family, or if he, if you, if if you heard you ever heard him express uh, either use anti-Semitic slurs or the N-word or other racist slurs or other sentiments like that. Was was it? Is, or do you mean this, this was an ambient thing in your family, but you can't say that you ever heard it from him? Or did you hear it from him, too? Oh, yeah. yeah, Of course I did. Um, and I, I don't think that should surprise anybody, given how virulently racist he is today. Um, have you heard have you heard the president use the N-word? And anti-Semitic slurs specifically? Yes. You know what I like about that interview, and especially that section of it? One-syllable answers. There's no tap dancing around it. Did he use this language? Yeah. You know, not 20 minutes of flowering it up and, you know. She apparently doesn't like Uncle Donnie. <laughs> well, join the... Join the club. Join the crowd. And, uh, but about 20 seconds in there, you can almost, you can hear her audibly gasp. 
as she realizes the question that's being asked and it's like oh yes yes you know uh again if you can find the video of it, it you see it and it just there's just this momentary delay with the technology between the time Maddow finishes the question and she finishes hearing it there's probably probably a half a second delay and uh, anybody who's done any kind of streaming like we're doing now long distance uh, but again i'm looking forward to to listening to the book and uh you know i honestly i think it's anyway no i'm just gonna i'm gonna let that go right there right have there. you have you started listening to this or? no i have not i'm trying to squeeze it in between remember i am training between naps well, I'm training. I want to. I want to go pro. I, I'm. I'm. By the way, I'm. I'm announcing today. I am going to give up my amateur status as a, as a professional sleeper. I'm gonna gonna earn my living. I'm going for the world record now. The I want Rip Van. The Rip Van Winkle. No, Rip Memorial. Van Rip Van Ness. But, well, there you go. There you go. Boy, how's that for irony? How about that? What do you think? We haven't been aware of that for the past 60 years? Come on now. I've been sitting <laughs> 60 years waiting to use that. Come on now. Come on, please. Come on, man. Come on, man. Donald Trump oh. t- talking about light bulbs and water. We're bringing back consumer choice and home appliances so that you can buy washers and dryers. Shower heads and faucets. So shower heads, you take a shower, the water doesn't come out. You want to wash your hands, the water doesn't come out. So what do you do? You just stand there longer or you take a shower longer? Because my hair, I don't know about you, but it has to be perfect. (laughs) Perfect. Dishwashers, you didn't have any water, so the people that do the dishes you press it and it goes again and you do it again and again so you might as well give them the water because you'll end up using less water so we made it so dishwashers now have a lot more water and in many places in most places of the country water is not a problem they don't know what to do with it it's called rain they don't have a problem and old-fashioned incandescent light bulbs i brought them back i brought them back they have two nice qualities. They're cheaper and they're better. They look better. They make you look so much better. That's important to all of us. But they're better and uh, much cheaper. And they were mandated out, legislated out, and we brought them back, and they're selling like hotcakes. And coincidentally, the hotcakes are selling like light bulbs. Hey, yeah, I had some. First off, you're an idiot. Not you. He's an idiot. Glad you clarified that. Yeah, I uh, don't worry. You'll know when I'm calling you an idiot. Uh, second off, the the new LCD bulbs that we've all gotten accustomed to, they don't break as easily. They're more energy efficient. They I last like the, longer. They last longer. Uh, of course, he's a moron. It's technology. He just wants to bring back the Model A, I guess. Well, he's doing it. We know how efficient that was. 
He's doing it. Actually, the Model A was a very efficient car for its time. For its time, yeah. For its time, yeah. I was a very efficient young man for my time, but... What the hell happened now? That's a good question. So, we, we've we got just a couple of more items I, I want to I get out there. And this is from an interview that's airing tomorrow morning. Uh, Chris Wallace... Again, the only bright spot at Fox News. Still don't understand why he's there, but it's a paycheck. It's a paycheck. So let's start with talking about face coverings and masks. You wore a mask for the first time in public yeah. at Walter Reed this weekend. Mm-hmm. Question The CDC says if everybody wore a mask for four to six weeks, we could get this under control. Do you regret not wearing a mask in public from the start? And would you consider, will you consider a national mandate that people need to wear masks? No, I want people to have a certain freedom. And I don't believe in that, no. And I don't agree with the statement that if everybody wear a mask, everything disappears. Hey, Dr. Fauci said, don't wear a mask. Our Surgeon General, terrific guy, said, don't wear a mask. Everybody was saying, don't wear a mask. All of a sudden, everybody's got to wear a mask. And as you know, masks cause problems too. With that being said, I'm a believer in masks. I think masks are good. Bottom line is the president said he is not going to issue a national mandate on masks. He's going to leave it up to the individual governors in their states to decide how to proceed. Because he accepts no responsibility. Uh, By the way, and we talked about this in the first hour with uh, Fauci, and he includes the Surgeon General at the time in this. Uh, Again, he's taking their, their comments out of context and it's also called everything else aside it's called updated information okay we felt we didn't need it then now we need it 10 years ago john uh, here here i'll do i'll use me 10 years ago i didn't have any hard issues didn't mean i never would didn't mean i wouldn't change things up and uh you know, he, he's just going to get people killed. I, I don't understand it. I honestly do not. Here, here's our final Trump clip of the day. Same interview. This is about defunding the police. And Trump makes a, a statement and Chris Wallace fact checks him on the spot. We'll talk about it on the other side. Because they want to defund the police and Biden wants to fund, defund no, the he, police. Sir, he does not. Look, he signed a charter with Bernie Sanders. It says do nothing about defunding the oh, police. Oh, really? It says abolish. It says defund. Let's go. All right. Well, get me, you, get me the charter, please. All right. <laughs> so that led to a very interesting exchange where he had his staff go out and get the highlights from that 100-page compact that the Biden team and the Trump team, uh, rather the Biden team and the Sanders team had signed And he went through it, uh, and he found a lot of things that he objected to that Biden has agreed to, but he couldn't find any indication, because there isn't any, that Joe Biden has uh, sought to defund and abolish the police. So basically, Chris Wallace just bitch-slapped him in front of the nation. Uh, It was fun to to listen to. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. and again, uh, by the way, as far as the uh, hissing noise back there in those last two clips, that was the sprinkler system at, at the White House. That's not our, that was not our audio. Uh, <laughs> apparently, Trump likes to do interviews when there's other noise around, 
Well, I guess we're fortunate it wasn't the helicopter. Yeah. But uh, so there you have it for this week. We've uh, uh, before we before we wander off into uh, into nowhere land. We 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 were talking in the first hour about the Edmonton Eskimos of the Canadian Football League. Eh? Uh, they've announced that they're going to change their their team's nickname. No no uh, indication as to what it's going to be yet, but it is what it is. As we all know, this week the the NFL Washington franchise dropped its longtime nickname and logo, and we're waiting uh, with bated breath for news on when that is going to, uh, what the new name and, and logo will be like. And in, in the meantime, uh, on that, yeah, let top- me, let me tap the brakes on you just for a second. Okay. I was going someplace, when but when, when you're talking about the Edmonton football team, I got to give them a little kudos because yeah. I don't remember in the entire history of the C or the CFL that that particular team ever had an image on their helmet of an Eskimo. No, no, but do me a favor. Tap your brakes and sit in the back seat. Let me finish this bit. This is a bit. Okay. Okay. As I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted by the other guy I shared this time with. And by the way, we're going to be talking about that after this show. Uh, <laughs> our opposition correspondent, Brett, Brent the Redneck, is here with his take on the whole uh, Washington naming debacle. You already know why I'm pissed off, but let me make one thing crystal clear to you people. After the stunt that Colin Kaepernick pulled a few years back, I'm done with the NFL. Except for Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays and Saturdays during the playoffs, I'm done. And now you got this whole Washington name change. It's like... When they went from the WWF to the WWE and it's it's starting to fog up my Oakleys. And as a straight white man, it's my job to chime in on stuff that don't concern me. So let me put it this way for you, Generation Butthurt. If that mascot don't offend me, then it shouldn't offend you either. Because it's called having a lack of empathy and it's the American way. But no. After decades of Native Americans demanding that they change the name because it's offensive and racist, what does Washington do? They give in to their advertisers, and it's not offensive. It's not. It's honoring Native Americans. You know, they could have done something else like put up a statue, but good luck having a statue with Antifa trying to take down every single one of them. What's next? Are they going to take that Show gargoyles off Disney Plus? No, they, they could have put up a statue or honored Native Americans in another way, but what they do, they chose to take a word that these people said they don't like and use it over and over and over again. And these Native Americans had the balls to be ungrateful since day one. It's like they won't take a racial slur as a thank you. Well, I've been thinking, which I rarely do, and if we're just changing shit, I want the Raiders mascot gone. A pale white face with an eye patch and some gas station swords coming to take some shit that don't belong to him. That's appropriating my culture, and I'm offended. So I'm going to raise my emotional support beer to you, NFL, because I'm going to keep doing what I've always done since the beginning of this video, and that's boycott you. And as always, 
F*** the NFL and go Coats. <coughs> Brent, our, uh, our opposition correspondent, thank you again, sir. Your input is always something. Sometimes it's too something. It is something. It is something. We, uh, we're, we're lucky to have him. We are lucky to have him. Now, now, the topic everyone has been. We're not, we're not, we're not going to uh, tease you anymore, folks. Here it is. Here it is. My bike is in, what the hell is it? Commerce City, Colorado. Winging its way here. Actually, it's driving its way here. Uh, but FedEx has a nice little map. I got boxes and boxes and boxes of stuff. My accessories that I need. Uh, some Streamers included. Yes. 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 My... Uh, Oh, we knew the name for it the other day, too. It wasn't streamers. It was, uh, ah, whatever it is. Yes, we have the pinwheel for up front. We have a baseball card for the wheel. Uh, I got my helmet the other day, and yesterday, actually. I got my helmet, and I love the way it looks. I'm not quite happy about the way it fits or feels on my head. We'll see once once we get out there. And this was the only thing I wanted to see and feel up close and personal before I purchased it, I may eventually have to have to get another helmet. But uh, my cool light is here, my headlight, which is very bright. It was didn't cost me much at all, about eight eight bucks. Uh, yeah, all my goodies and the bike itself. We are expecting it here on Tuesday, the twenty first, which also happens to be day one twenty eight of my captivity. Uh, whether or not I'm actually here for the show Tuesday night, hard to say. Hard to say. We uh... and by and by the way, there is a, 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 an alert issued by the city of New York. It is actually just that you could have gotten it from the National Weather Service. It is right now. We have an Ed Van Nest bicycle watch. It is only a watch at this point in time. But stay tuned for additional information and possible warnings. Updates. Updates is warranted. Uh, keep a lookout for the bright yellow helmet. I, I got a bright yellow helmet because safety and all that. Okay. I, I didn't believe people would be able to see me otherwise. I, <laughs> true, truer words were never spoken. <laughs> but I'm very excited. I'm very much looking forward to it. We're just days away. And uh, and again, FedEx tells me it's in Colorado. It stopped in uh, New Mexico a couple of days ago. It yesterday. needed a break. Well, I think it's on a truck. I know it's on a okay. truck. I know it's on a truck. So it stopped at a FedEx center. It's in another one right now. And I guess it makes its way across however they do it. Uh but it is right there in the middle of Commerce CO. And uh, I'm zooming in the map as much as I possibly can. Now, folks, I... Oh, it's I, right I outside Denver. It's yourself. at the Denver airport right now. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. I want you to picture something here. The day that my esteemed co-host here... That's me. It's all his little goodies. Oh, yeah. On the bike. Oh, I can't wait. 
and he gets ready to hop on oh one boy. leg at a time. There's no hopping, by the way. And he <laughs> gets on that bike, yes, gets sir. ready to set foot on pedal. Here we go. You are going to see a... You remember, remember biblical history when Moses parted the seas? <laughs> well, that's what humanity is going to be going through <laughs> when Mr. Van Ness... Steps on that bike. You're going to see a wave parting as people just want to get the hell out of the way. Well, that's 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 kind of the idea. Is uh, leave oh me alone. Oh my god, you are going to have so much practical social distancing. You're not oh, going to yeah. know what to do with oh, yourself. Oh yeah. I mean, as it is, people people avoid me like the plague. Hmm, that's an interesting. They avoid you like the coronavirus. They go avoid me like the coronavirus. So this will just this will just make it happen more expediently as I, I zip guess. down the zip down the various streets and cruise through parks and uh, see now I can go through parks without feeling too creepy. Do me a favor though. What's that? Be careful. Be careful out the slopes. I don't know how hilly until you get out in outstate New York is. Outstate. But what, the, huh? what, kind of, what kind of phrase is that? Outstate, upstate. Excuse me. I'm I John. This is not a motorcycle. I'm not going to be. It's got about a, a thirty mile range. My point was, I don't know how hilly it is in your immediate area. Depends on where you are. Actually, there are some very. You would be surprised at some of the hills that you can encounter, especially in Upper Manhattan and the Bronx. Okay. I'm talking real, real steep. Steep. I don't know how people drive on these in the winter steep. Well, I'm not so worried about you going up because you got your you got your electric uh excuse me, electric electric assist there. No, no, to, it's uh, it, it's 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 passive assist system. That's what the Okay. The bike is electric, but it's an electric system. Okay. You can I'm say not electric. so worried about you going uphill. It's downhill that scares the hell out of me. Wilma! No, no, that would be Jane. Stop this crazy thing. And that's just it. And the poor person at the bottom of that hill saying, "Hit your damn brakes, brake check." <laughs> I. Uh, by, by the way, I assume it has hand brakes. Good God, I hope it has hand brakes. Well, come on. You remember the old Schwinn bikes? Yeah. Yeah, no. I know. The, the one, yeah, he, look, he, I had the one-speed bike with the, uh, oh, yeah, there was the contraption in the back that you had to screw on, and and it let you uh, stop by, by backpedaling. Backpedaling. Or, or, of course, what you wanted to do was to get up ahead of steam and skid. Yeah. I just gonna, was just going to yeah, say that. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, this isn't like that at all. This is not. Uh, How many speeds is this bike, by the way, when you're I pedaling? Think, I believe there are. Well, there's a combination, but I believe okay. it's a, it's basically a seven speed bike. Okay. And then you have different levels of assist. Mm -hmm. One, two, three, four, five. Obviously, really? all of it I'm going to have to adapt to. You know, and and learn how to, uh, you know, learn learn how to get the most out of it, because the more assist you use, the more battery you use. Right. So 
And if you're pedaling along, even while it's assisting, you use less battery. I mean, I can oh, really? get a, I can get on it and just use the throttle and never pedal a day. That's not the point. That's not why I I, I got it. You know, I'm gonna do some pedaling, and initially it's not gonna be a lot. I'm not gonna lie. I'm it's not gonna be a lot. I gotta get accustomed to it. it. I gotta work into it exactly. And again, it gets me out of the house and gets me up and around. And uh, believe me, I would love to get a dog to get that kind of exercise. But I, my problem with getting a dog is when I do go back to work is leaving the dog home alone. Right. That's why I don't have a dog. It's the only reason. Uh, uh, Who knows? I may get a cat because they can live inside and they don't care. And uh, but Ed can't wait for to pay me back. For the time when that cat jumps up on the, uh, yeah, are right. you okay over there? You're not, but we've had cats. We had cats my entire life. I still we're, prefer. I still prefer dogs, but for the same exact reason you mentioned, cats are easy. Uh, cats are very easy. Yeah, Point them to their food and water and their litter box, and life they don't is care good. about you. They don't care about you. Oh, absolutely. I know that. See, dogs dogs have owners, cats have staff. <laughs> yeah, that is absolutely correct, my friend. Absolutely correct. Oh, oh my God. Mm. See, I, I thought for a minute I was ho- I was staring at the Holland Tunnel there. Good Lord, see, man. See, this routine now, this show falls right into the middle of my, uh, my late morning napping regimen. Uh, I'm in a very intense phase of my training where one day I'm in the recliner chair and the, uh, the next day I'm stretched out in the bed. So I've got to keep the pace. They say you can take a day off, but I, I don't happen to subscribe to that, to that method. I like to be at it every day. So uh, as soon as we're done here in the next 19 minutes, I will be uh, right back to training, baby. I will, I will, put on my training clothes and uh i probably will wind up going out and having something to eat that i probably shouldn't good i think that will be my i know it's not really good but somebody somebody that just uh where are you going to be in 40 years where am i going to be in 40 years yeah well let's see that would make me that would make me 97. Yeah, where are you going to be? I'd actually, hey, as long as I got my granny Annie, I'd pay. Hey, let's, let's make a presumption, John. Let's not go into a deep thing here. Where are you going to be? In, where are you going to be in 50 years? You're going to be dead. Well, now, you, now you're up in the, you're up in I'm this, up at the ante. I'm up in the ante. Uh, you're gonna I just be, don't know. You're going to be dead. I, so I whatever know. hot dog you have today is inconsequential. There you go. I, I hear you. Whatever I would just like to. I'd, I at this point in time, I'd just like to make it to fifty-eight. So uh, mm, you know, one th- day at a time. I, I guess. think you're asking a lot, personally. Could be, especially if I, I keep eating McDonald's cheeseburgers. Well, you gotta you gotta shy away from that stuff. There's no question. Right. Uh, but you know, look, moderation, kid. Moderation. That's the key. You wanna look. Whatever damage you've done is done. You're right there. You know, look, I I face that fact. It's what's done is done. I, you know, I'm at a point now, and again, I wish I had bought this bike months ago, but 
I just want to get out and move my legs. That is. Oh, I hear you. That is really. That's my big thing right now because I got to force myself up. I, you know, okay, I go outside. I, I walk around the block a little bit, but I, I just. And again, I'll go back to, I know what it's like to wake up and not be able to move my legs. Yeah. <laughs> because of the atrophy. And that's. So that's, just describe for me, if you yeah. would. When you go for a walk around the block, what uh-huh. do you what do you see? I mean, are nothing. there shops? Are there nothing? Just basically houses or apartments or whatever, and that's it. There's it's. I live in an area that's a mix of, uh, you know, it's three and four story apartment buildings. Mm-hmm. Again, there's a public school directly across the street from me. We have a street that cuts diagonally through the neighborhood. And that's kind of the main shopping, Greenpoint Avenue. Uh, that's kind of the main shopping uh, and and commercial area. I mean, that's you've got your little restaurants, and, and my supermarket is over there. Usually, my walking is from here to the supermarket. If I'm just out for a little bitty walk, I walk around the block. It, there's a the schoolyard. The school property is basically what I walk around, and uh, there's not a lot to see. There's really not a lot to see in my neighborhood, which again is why I want to expand my way out. And, uh, but I also don't want to take 14 hours to get someplace by no. walking. It's probably one of the reasons or one of the excuses I should say that I don't walk. Uh, I have always felt, and this is, this isn't anything new, but I've always felt that walking was an inefficient mode of transportation. Unless you got nothing and else. Unless what? Unless you got nothing else. Well, well, this this is true, but it's still very inefficient. And I I kind of feel that way in myself. When I'm getting somewhere, I want to get there. Yeah, well. Most efficient way possible. Now, I understand a different situation in New York where you have to worry about... Uh, Parking. Oh, geez. Yeah, I was just going to say. It you is. have to worry about you've got the ideal parking spot and damn it, I'm not giving it up. I don't care if I and, have to move my car three inches one direction. Just yeah, to, and there's really no reason for me. Look, I'm I have a car payment every month. I have insurance payment every month. By the way, Geico knocked down my insurance payment. They didn't do it just for they, me. Uh, some months ago because of the whole COVID. Thing. Right now, Progressive just, did the same thing for me. Right, but just the same. I've got. You know, those payments on a vehicle I'm not using, granted, we all know why we're not using it, but I don't see the point of moving it, excuse me, to go four blocks to to uh, yeah. to, the, to the store. If I had guaranteed parking, I probably would use the car a little bit more. But right now, everything I do, I take into account of how do I get there? Is it worth moving the car for? So far, no. Nothing's been worth moving the car for. I'm, I'm close to, again, I have a bus stop literally outside my door. I am two blocks away from uh, the mainline subway. I can get anywhere I need to get, and I can rent the scooter if need be. And I can use the free bus to get to the scooter if need be. Are buses free right now, there? They are. You can't enter through the front door. They open the back door and you just get on. 
and they've and they got, got a, a little a little plexiglass spot to right, separate they, you from the driver. Exactly, exactly. About the first ten foot of the bus, the okay. first. Uh, bunch that makes of, sense. Actually, it's the same damn thing we're doing here in the Twin Cities. Yeah. So, and again, it's it's helpful for me when I rent the scooters. Uh, I look on the app. Okay, uh, it's I've got the app for the bus system, so I know when the bus is coming. I walk outside the gate. I turn left. I walk about twelve feet. And there's the bus stop. I get on the bus. I ride it for six or eight blocks, depending on where the where the scooter is. I get off, boom, get on the bike and do my thing. That'll all change when you get the bicycle. You better believe it. Well, the beauty is, I won't have to. Um, I won't have to worry about if there's a bike available. Now, yeah, now the nice thing about this bike, one of the many things is that I'll be able to fold it up and I can store it in the back of my van. Yeah. When I'm not using it, I don't necessarily need to bring it into the building. I can, but uh, I'll probably just, because I don't take but a minute. Uh, it's not so heavy. It weighs about 60 pounds. So what kind of a locking system are you going to have uh, with this bike? Well, I bought a couple of locks. I bought a, a, a look, no lock is 100%. I found that out. But basically what you're looking to do is to def- deter them, the thieves. You got to make it not worth their while to spend any more time than they have to. Uh, so I spent about 70 bucks on a good lock. Good name, good brand. I, I believe me, I researched this. There's a fellow out there called the Lock Picking Lawyer. You never thought you'd be interested in watching somebody picking locks. John, this guy is fantastic. He's Mr. Low Key. And when he says, this lock's pretty good, it's like shouting. For anybody else, it's like shouting from the rooftops. So I, I watched a lot of his videos and I read a lot of the comments and I did. You know, I did my research and I settled on a, a lock. It's kryptonite. It's a U-lock or a D-lock. You've seen them on bikes before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one I bought also comes with uh, a cable. Uh, it's got two two loops at the on either side. Can you cut through it? Eventually. But you've got to have your, uh, your portable, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, I can't bolt cutters basically bolt cutters or the power I can't think of uh, the grinder you gotta have a grinder yeah and can it be done sure but it's gonna be a while it's gonna be a while and uh, so I'm confident that what I have will suffice for uh, the only time I expect to leave that bike for any amount of time more than a minute will be when I go to the supermarket, if I take it to the okay. supermarket. Other than that, if I'm out riding around, if I stop, it's going to be right there with me. It's going to be right there with me. I can still lock it up. Uh, the The beauty of the cable is you secure, you use the D-lock or the U-lock, whatever you want to call it. You use that to secure, uh, let's say you have a bike post or, or a sign post. You put that through... Uh, around the frame and the back wheel if you can and you lock that up but in the meantime you take the the cable which again has the loops on both ends 
and you run that up through the front wheel and then back to the lock. I got about four feet. This is long enough cable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we've got that. And, uh, of course, you got a key for the battery. Uh, You've got to turn the key on to to use it. Now, look, anybody that's going to steal one of these bikes, I'm sure they can figure out a way to, you know, pop that battery out. Uh, uh, but overall, I feel confident about it. Uh, as confident as I can be. I mean, let's face it. You can live your whole life. You know, you want to be perfectly safe. You stay locked down. I don't want to stay yeah. locked down. It's. It, I was thinking about this the other day. People used to, you know, in the cab, you get into conversations. The, t- the two things, accidents and being robbed which by the way in 34 years never got robbed um but i would tell people they'd say oh aren't you worried about it and i would always tell them the same thing (laughs) if if i if i worried about it that's all i would think about i said i can't you can't even think about you would never leave the house if you thought about it accidents and being robbed it's part of the gig it's part of the gig it's gonna happen you can't Worry about it? Yeah, no, I've been lucky too. Been a lie there. So oh, anyway, are you okay over there? I'm fine. I'm, I'm just, actually. I I also bought a gel cushion for the seat. That I'm really looking forward to trying out. If you know what I mean, wink, wink. Oh, which is why I don't want to talk about the topless issue anymore. By the way, in. Uh, in other news, let's not forget, kids and kittens, we have baseball today at 2 p.m. I honestly, I don't have the schedule in front of me, so I can't tell you who's playing today. I Are the Orioles you. still playing the Pirates here? That's tonight. That... That's tonight. That's tonight. Okay. That's tonight. Let me uh, let me find let me find out who's playing for us. Of course, you can always go to RadioTFI.com to get all this information. If you so desire. Today, we have from September 29, 1963, it's the Detroit Tigers versus then their Baltimore Orioles, coincidentally. And then tonight, it's game six of the 1971 World Series. Pittsburgh Pirates return to Baltimore to uh, to whoop up on them, their Orioles. Or maybe the Orioles will whoop up on the Pirates. Hard to say. We don't know for sure because we haven't listened to that game yet because we don't want to spoil it. Uh, we'll have next week's schedule for you soon. Major League Baseball is scheduled to restart on July 30th. Now, presuming that happens, and I'm still not confident that it will. I'm still not confident that it will. But we will, at that point, we will uh, rethink our baseball schedule. So as not to interfere with the, not that anybody's worried about us, but uh, we might make baseball available at oddball hours, uh, like overnight, if you'd like to listen to a game. Or so we're we're gonna have a big meeting about that tomorrow, at uh, six a.m. Central Time. John, we expect you to be be there with with donut jelly donuts, cinnamon. What's what's the cinnamon donuts cinnamon exactly? Donut, cinnamon donuts. So we expect you to be there. The mouse will be there. Uh, Mr. Mouse, I should oh. say. Yeah. And he'll have I a bat. He's he'll still have, the mouse. He'll have a bat, so I would be, I would tread very carefully if I were you. 
<laughs> and uh, well, I'm looking forward to seeing how it's uh, how it's going to go for uh, baseball. Uh, let me bring you a baseball story here, real quick, while we got uh, while we got a second or two, and I'm interested to understand or know what you uh, think about this. Alrighty, so. Alex Rodriguez, who, mm-hmm. as as the story goes, made four hundred and forty million dollars in his playing career. Mm-hmm. Uh, now he's saying that uh, players should accept a salary cap. Seems a little, to me, it seems like it's a little uh, hypocritical. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good word for it. What do you think? Do you think it's, I mean, every other, uh, does a hockey have a salary cap? I forget. A limited one. I, I'm not exactly okay. sure how, how theirs works. Uh, look, the problem the problem with salary caps, especially baseball, baseball owners can't control themselves. Yeah. They can't control themselves. Uh, I don't understand paying anybody $100 million a year to play baseball. I don't get to play any sport, to be quite honest. I don't get it. It's not my money. Uh, and yet and yet they won't pay to build their own stadium. I've said it before. I'll say it again. If I owned a shoe store and I needed a bigger shoe store or a new shoe store, I got to do that on my own. I can't. I can go to the city and threaten to leave. I'm going to take Ed's shoes and move out to a different city. And they're going to go, eh, who? Who are you? Don't let the door hit you in the ass. Yeah, but nice shoes, though. Yeah. So, so I, I, I can't, you know, there's, uh, what's the story? I, uh, I'll i have to look it up. Bobby Bonilla. Uh, there's something called Bobby Bonilla Day. Every year on the same day, Bobby Bonilla gets a check for a million or two million dollars or something from the New York Mets. This was the deal he struck with them. Uh, he spent about 25 minutes with the Mets. Uh, they ate up part of his contract. Oh, that's right. He got traded to the Marlins, I believe it was. And the Mets agreed to uh, retain half the contract or something. Anyway, every year wow. uh, uh, every year, Bobby Bonilla gets a big check from the Mets uh, because he structured it that way. They'll be, they'll be paying for this deal until Bobby Bonilla is dead. Literally, until he's dead. Every year he gets a check because uh, that's how they do it there in the big leagues. That is Look, how- I love baseball. I love Major League Baseball, my favorite sport. But when teachers, firefighters, nurses, police officers, you name it, are still struggling to get by, you know where I'm going with this. I do. So, with that, the music dictates it's time to go bye-bye for this week here on the Taxi Stand Hour. So, from Radio TFI, Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, in the immortal words of Steve Ken, I got the money. See ya!
dear Yes, I'm listening to 